Tennessee Titans sock and we're riding back. Big fella, big win today. 20 to nothing, right? We shut out uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was worried about this game uh, just because two weeks ago we certainly laid an egg against the Texans. Obviously, that bye week helped. We got a little more healthy. We really played not to lose. That usually doesn't work in the NFL. It worked today. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, I, it's it's not a game we're gonna, we're going to wow people, but you know what? It's a W in a very important divisional game. So I'm just happy we made it through. Uh, no injuries. We talked about that a little earlier. Um, we came out relatively healthy. We looked better on defense. A lot of turnovers. And that's what you need when you're playing a team like the Jags. You need to not win. You need to, to not make mistakes. And I know you'll probably harp on it later about not making mistakes. But we did what we needed to win today. And that's yeah. What, yeah. We... We obviously the game plan was clearly is like we can't put anybody in position to make mistakes. That's the only way we can lose this game against this team. And they took no risks today, right, Lynn? Yeah, if you remember from the second half of the Chiefs game when it was apparent they couldn't stop our offense, they couldn't score on our defense. We ran the most vanilla high school offense, just grind out the clock, get out of here. That's what we did from the very first snap today, and it worked. Yeah, we only scored twenty points in the past. In our second game against the Jags, it usually turns into a blowout in the third quarter. A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry wake up and they get a couple long touchdowns and break the game wide open. But those guys aren't there today. So we just dinked and dunked and used, I want to say, eight different scrimmage players had touches. And we only scored 20 points, but if we wanted to, we could have scored 30. We could have scored 40. We could have been the Bills and look all hot. But with all of our injuries and just, it's on to the next. The Jags don't matter. Pittsburgh Mm. next week matters. Well, uh, speaking of that, uh, our friend Ben is here, flew down from New Jersey. He's a Jags fan. Uh, ben, I know it's tough, but it's been a tough few years for you. But um, I mean, what are your big takeaways from the game? Specifically, if we're talking about, I mean, we all watched that game. Like, the Jags have had a really rough week. I mean, where do the Jags on and off the field, where do they go from here? Well, it's it's very difficult when you rush for eight total total yards and you throw four interceptions to win in the NFL, and then combine that with just offensive inefficiency. Um, very hard to do any of a vertical passing game, and this has kind of been the story of Jacksonville since since early in the season. They they were showing progression early week three, week four, week five, and that's kind of stalled recently, and it hasn't gotten better in the last five six games. Um, as for where the Jags could go from here, I think uh, staff changes on the offensive side of the ball are, are needed. I think you need to see what a different vision of the offense will look like for them. And I, again, I, we've discussed during the game, but Urban Meyer looks like he's going to stay. It looks like it's very expensive to you know, move on from him as a head coach. Um, so I would say the first step is offensive staff changes. Hopefully the defensive side of the ball um, can – stop creating easy first downs you can't you can jump offside you can't get that 15 yard personal foul and other than that i think they've they they played okay this season they played okay today but overall they haven't ever threatened the offense and they haven't ever um stepped up to really give the offense a short field and i think it all adds up so big fella who's your player of the game for uh, the titans today i think my player of the game is christian fulton he played lights out um, we've talked about him taking big steps this season. He ended up with a pick, and, you know, there were multiple times. You know, for me, when I take notice, it's when I'm calling out somebody multiple times, and he was that guy today where 
there were multiple plays where he just was a lockdown corner and every bit of, uh, you know, the player that we hoped he would be. So I think Fulton gets it. Uh, Landon, who's your game ball today? Rashawn Evans. He had his second career interception. Both were both were tipped slash drop balls, so he wasn't actually showcasing any pass coverage ability, but he made a turnover. He had a couple. You're not allowed to like Rashawn Evans. You're not allowed to. I can appreciate when he has a good game against the Jags. <laughs> but he had his usual knifing up the field style of play. He had a couple of tackle losses for today, including one, I think, on the Jags' very first offensive play that set the tone. The, James Robinson got dropped for four yards, and that was what little minuscule amount of hope there was in Jags fans died when Rashawn Evans sliced through, the de- sliced through the offensive line and tackled James Robinson. But he was good all over the field. And I'm really excited for next week because – Hopefully, Zach Cunningham will clear COVID protocols. He'll know more of the more of the playbook. And I was talking to you, John, about this in the stands because why would we talk about the game? There's nothing going on. <laughs> when when Cunningham gets healthy, or he just gets in the building, and David Long gets healthy, and Long post, posted a cryptic tweet today saying, like, he's not going to be able to play today, but he's more than ready to go against the Steelers. When When we're all healthy... We have the best linebacking core in the NFL between Long, Jayon, Evans, and now Zach Cunningham. Zach Cunningham led the NFL in tackles last year. Now, a lot of that's inflated because he was on a bad defense, and leading the NFL in tackles isn't the greatest thing in the world, but he's a great run defender, explosive in pass rush. He's big, he's long, and even just as a replacement for Monty Rice, who sadly is out for the year with an ankle injury, that was a killer value because he's a fringe starter. Now he's our third, fourth guy. Ben, for you, I, I know when we had a really uh, tough go of it um, five or six years ago and won five games in two years, when you go to the games, you could still see a Jarrell Casey uh, just really play his heart out and have a lot of talent. And he wound up being a quarterstone for us turning around like, when you watch that game today, like, what are the bright spots specifically – from a player perspective, what are the bright spots for Jacksonville? Well, if you're Jacksonville, you still have some really solid players on the defensive line, like Josh Allen. Dwan Smoot got some good pressures today. I mean, overall. Who the heck is Wilson, too? That guy was all over the place. <laughs> Damian Wilson, he was on the Chiefs for a few years. We got him in free agency. I mean, he kind of came on. He was a very short-term contract and not very high mo- uh, not a high, high value contract, but he's played He played very well. I mean, he uh, he made some plays today, had a good sack. Um, so, so I would say that the, the, the guys that like the Jaguars have some really good defensive guys. And I think, I, I think if they can, you know, as I mentioned earlier, stop with the really like silly penalties of jumping off sides and the personal fouls and just like the plays on third down where if you get off the field, it gives your offense extra possession. Now, I mean, it's a whole nother issue of whether that offense will be able to do anything with that possession. Uh, but, but, but I think it starts there. It starts with those really strong defensive linemen who, I mean, who m- most of the season have done a solid job of stopping the run. I mean, it, but, but again, um, each game is different, and I'm hoping other Jazz Club players can step up and provide that spark in the future. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think what you're looking for if you're a Jacks fan is some guys get opportunities to learn what the NFL's like and how you play the game. And uh, we've seen that when we've had – rebuilding teams and you kind of hope that down the stretch if you're a Jax fan like guys can find their niche here in the next you know you know month or so um john what it was a sunny but 
kind of a underratedly cold day. I mean, what did you think of the atmosphere today? Well, the atmosphere against the Jags uh, is never really great because, you know, Ben was one of the only Jags fans we've ever interacted with in our lifetime as fans. Um, But, you know, there aren't a lot of people uh, that come to that game. But it's still, you know, for being as cold as it was, we had a decent amount of people, you know, around the holidays. We've got a lot of people that don't go to the games. It was a decent showing. We were allowed to start off and then, you know, tapered off as the game was out of hand. Um, it was really cold in our section. Yeah. You know, we have a, we are blessed to be on the side of the Titans, which is great in the summer because we get some shade. But when it comes in the winter, there is no sunlight to be had after 1230. So it got pretty cold pretty quick. Um, but, you know, I think it was an okay showing. It was, you know, probably about, you know, 70% of what it normally is. Yeah, I mean, there were some empty seats, but a pretty good volume and. Mm-hmm. We were kind of into it. it was cold and obviously Jackson never scored so it was a it was a passive fan base but uh after what we've been through the last couple of weeks I, I think any everybody was ready for it um Landon you mentioned the Steelers game of course that comes on everybody's mind I think in the backdrop of every AFC contender because it's wide open this year um is that number one seed and that by that is in the back of everybody's mind so all that being said, Landon, where did the Titans like immediately go from here? Where is your mind right now? Like Jacksonville is one of those teams where, I mean, maybe another day they'll be, there was a time they were our biggest rival. You know, they've had some good teams. Right now, you just get through the game. We're through the game. Where do you go from here? Well, you prepare for what will be probably the toughest game this season because Pittsburgh is desperate. We all know how tight the AFC is. They had just had an emotional win last week against Baltimore, who lost today, so they're fighting for a chance to win the division. It's at home. They're going to be loud. Even with all their issues, they've still been a tough team. Outside of the first Bengals game, there hasn't been a game where they've just been blown out and never in it. I mean, Thursday against the Vikings, they almost made a miraculous comeback. But I am excited for our chances because we're going to get so many guys back. We're going to have Dupree back probably and Tart. And Zach Cunningham, hopefully, and our offense will, will open up the offense some. Julio, I would guesstimate, only played 35 40% of the snaps today because we didn't need him. So this is our toughest test. Thankfully, it came after a really lukewarm week. We didn't really have to try a ton to beat the Jags. I mean, the last six, seven minutes, we saw the backups on defense, and they were still making plays. So we're as well-rested as we'll be coming off a bye, coming off an easy win. It's a tough opponent, but we know – we know what the Steelers are like. We played them last year. We want revenge. And if we want to be a legitimate contender, we have to face the possibility that we won't get the one seed, that we will have to go probably to we'll probably have to go to up to New England and play them in the cold in a in a oppressive environment and we'll just have to show that we can show up and deliver. Um Ben, you're a Jacks fan, you're obviously like us just a huge sports and NFL fan like how did the Titans come across to you today? I think they were very impressive. I mean, I, th- I thought having Julio Jones back, um, he obviously he was on a snap count, but he looked pretty impressive. And I, I thought did it defensively. Um, it could have been Trevor Lawrence's interceptions, but I-, I thought the defense played great. I thought the defense really d- did their job, really made it hard for the Jags to move the ball. I-, I think, you know, me and Landon were talking about during the game too. I think that in the playoffs, Tennessee win healthy will be a very tough team to stop, even on the road if they go to F- Foxborough and play Mac Jones or go on the road to play somebody else. 
if they have a home game, I think you had a healthy Derrick Henry. It's going to be very hard to stop with that offensive line and strong play overall. So Ben referred to it, Landon referred to it. We're in the shadow of a wide open AFC and the shadow of Derrick Henry's return. We talk about that all the time. So with that being said, Big Fella, moving on from this game, what's on your mind? My mind is, you know, we got to tighten up on defense, pun intended. Um, we need to see more big plays out of Simmons and Harold Landry. We didn't see that last last game, um, but they showed up today. I think both of them had a sack, and they were there with their pressures. You know, so they looked well-rested, and that's what we need. And, you know, the statistics are in our favor really big time um, when Bud Dupree is also on the field. So getting him, getting Cunningham both on the field, um, I really, really like our chances on defense. Uh, Elijah Molden played really tough today. He made a couple big tackles. Uh, you know, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Clearly. <laughs> so, clearly. So, I, I just really want us to tighten up on defense um, because I'm not really afraid of the Steelers. We've talked about it, you know, last week. And, you know, they're kind of washed up to me. And I, the only thing they have, I think, is Big Ben, you know, kind of throwing for his life. And I don't want them to have that next week. So, I think uh, Landon pointed out their desperation is what they have going for us. And they have. And they have a really good coach. They'll be ready to play. They are limited. But if you watch that Thursday night game, they went from being just absolutely a wet noodle to furiously coming back in Pittsburgh with their season on the line. Uh, I think it's going to be the right challenge for us. It's going to be the right litmus test to kind of see if we're heading in the right direction. So it'll be really interesting. That's always a fun game. I don't care if this, you know, what we've won or who's out there. Always going to be fun. Glad to get back in the win column this week. Uh, glad you listened to us. It's been a lot of fun for us. Uh, really great to have Ben on the podcast. For John and Landon, guys, we'll see you midweek, and we'll talk Steelers. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Let's go Titans. <laughs> <laughs>